G'day everyone. Welcome. Long awaited. Welcome. The first episode of the Backshed Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Archer Murray. Archer, how are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Oh, I'm Long awaited, eh? Mate, it's I'm been excited. a big prep. Big yes, prep. Big prep. It's been a long, long couple of weeks getting this sorted. <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. Um, getting all the, all the visuals and all the ifs and buts and yeah, the everything, setup, but we're, finally, we're finally here. So, um, we're set up, we're on, we're on the march now. You know, with every first episode, it, you have to talk about yourselves, or I think anyway. So I'm going to ask Standard. you, Archer, how are you, yep. mate? What, what, tell us a little bit about yourself, mate. Yeah, well, you know, just classic. Uh, it's been a good week. Um, just pretty productive, to be honest. But um, yeah, I've been enjoying it. Uh, but footy training, you know, school, but yeah, bit of the the snow, usual, really. bit of camp. So, oh we'll, yeah, snow camp. A bit to talk about there. We'll talk about that we'll, later. We'll but wait, leave that till later in the uh, episode. Anyway, yeah. Um, um, good weekend coming up for you, mate. Yeah, I've actually got something on tonight. Going to a mate's house, and oh, then roughly. going to the doggies Freo tomorrow. So that'll be beautiful. Good. Yeah, I'm heading and to old um, Melbourne, or, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne, Melbourne Collingwood. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good game. And we'll talk about our yeah, tips for the week and just in a second. but Very shortly, yeah. Um, anyway, oh, well, what do you want to talk about, mate? I know there's been a lot going on. Um, we should probably start with the tips for the weekend. Yeah. So we're going to be a very footy-based podcast, so we'll just talk about the tips for the weekend first. So, you know, let's go through each game. We'll, talk well about... Melbourne Collingwood, that's probably one of the games of the week, won't lie. Oh, um, it is. Brady Marchek in for the Pies. Um, and Taylor Adams out with the groin injury. So That's a big loss. It is. I think there's yeah. another out as well. I'm pretty sure. So, um, so who are you picking to win? I've gone I've gone Melbourne, not confidently. Like, you know, with- I've got to tell you something about Melbourne. Now, it, it's, you know, I like some of their players. Yeah, but they really just they really just grind my gears, and I'll t- I'll tell you the main reason. It's because some of the blokes on the team they just do too much, and also their jerseys, their their NADOC or Indigenous jerseys. That's a very controversial topic, and I mean it's designed <laughs> it's designed beautifully. You know, I have nothing nothing wrong with any of the um, the patterns and designs on it but just the way like it looks like pajamas to me and every single time on the tv i said to my dad last night every single time they're on the tv i just i just i can't watch them and it's just like eh, i could watch them last year but i can't watch them this year it's just well well comparing it to finals last year well they didn't lose game by well i think 50 was like their closest game in the finals yeah they are an explosive team so when you come up against them you know, it's it's hard to beat them, uh, yeah. but in their previous form, I mean, obviously they've got Ben Brown back into the side. Sam yeah. Wiedemann goes out. I'm I do like a Sam Wiedemann. Like he's the one player I do like. Well, uh, look, look, um, Weed. I, I don't mind him. I don't know if I like him or Brownie more to be honest. Because look, they're both they both have got their ifs and buts, but I reckon Weed. I trust him. Going for goal more than Brownie. You just, do. Just my that's, opinion, that's, that's, a hot, that's a hot opinion because Brownie is a straight shooter. 
Definitely a bit of hate, definitely a bit of hate, but old yeah. mate's running up from, what, 400 metres away, so. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go. to think a bit. My winner for this blockbuster game, obviously you said the game of the round, in your opinion, I'm going to say Collingwood. Now, I know right. there's. What's the margin? What's the margin? Oh, by the margin, I'd have, it'd have to be close because all these yep. games have been close <laughs> recently, but I'm going to go really close this time. Yep. I'm going to go, I'm going to go three points. I was but thinking. I just. Yeah, I was thinking Melbourne by three, so we're looking just, pretty close, mate. I'm just thinking because, like, you know, I I do like their team. Mm-hmm. I, like, everyone has a um, bone to pick with Ginevan, but I enjoy what he does on the field. You know, I love I like the drama. Int- yep. I, love the, I love the intensity he comes with the game with. And then, you know, defenders are focused on him. But I just feel like Collingwood, they've just got that, that good luck on their side. I just feel like they're going to get over three points and... At the G, you know, it's their, it's their, I don't know whose home game it is, but... It's Melbourne's this week. It's Melbourne's. Yep. Melbourne's this week, yeah. yeah. But I just feel like they know the ground so well, and especially with Cripps. I mean, mm-hmm. Crisps, sorry. Crispy. Um, yeah. Off the half back, he controls the game, really. So I just yeah. think... But at the same time, you're going to worry about Ed Langdon on yep. that wing. So anyway, moving on to the next game of the round, we've got the Hawthorne Hawks. Versus the Gold Coast Suns now. Look, what is pretty relevant. Pretty relevant, but uh, I've gone. I've gone the Hawks purely because it's at Tasmania. Only yeah. reason. Um, look, Gold Coast looking really solid this year. Got Allison and Alex Davy back, but I reckon Hawks get over the line. They just they know how to play Utah as well. Yeah. Um, Gold I Coast like- obviously not much not much time there, so. I don't know, yeah. see how it goes. But you'd say you'd say Hawks are favourites, but yep. Gold Coast could easily roll them. Yeah, I feel like Gold Coast, you know, it's it's going to be a shock for them, especially if it's cold. I feel like Gold Coast oh, is yeah, just mate. their thing. They don't play well in the cold because <laughs> uh, yeah. they're so I used agree. to the bloody blaring sun. But we've got a, we've got a debutant for this for this game, Jai Sorong. It'll be good to yep. see him I go out there and play. I did see that, yeah. And there's a lot of outs. I mean, um, Giaf goes out with suspension. That's a big loss. And Mitch Lewis, obviously injured. So, yeah. And obviously and uh, also got Josh Morris. Yeah, Morris and um, Blank as well managed. Yeah. So don't know what they're That's doing there. Big but obviously Mitchell's got a plan to their attack. So yeah. we'll see how they um, go. But I reckon they'll get over the line. Yeah. And that's a, that's, that's a pretty, like, under-the-radar game. Like, I'm not, I'm not surprised, like... Gold Coast could easily get over, but I feel oh, like hundred percent. I feel like it's going to be a pretty close round, or except for a couple. And next game, we'll move on to Giants versus. Oh, I forgot to say who my tip was for Hawks. I'm going to go Hawthorne. Just, yep. I think that's pretty obvious. Giants versus Essendon, and now I'm going to go Essendon on this one. I feel like yep. Giants. I think, are that's, just, I think that's pretty basic. I think most people would. To be honest, I know it is at Giant Stadium, but I just feel like the, the Giants, obviously sitting 16th on the ladder, I they're just feel like they're here, mate. They are they absolutely are washed. washed. And no, Leon Cameron, new coach, they're just they're de- washed. They're washed. Yeah, they're and you know, you, you, you thought Stephen Canelo would step up to the plate. He has for a little bit of this year, but well, he's back in recent for games. Him, so GWS is just a team that they get those. Saturday afternoon games, and I, I don't think I've watched a DWS game this year, to be completely mm. honest. Yeah, it's been a while for me. The world between drinks won't lie. So, um, yeah, yeah, but they got Parrish McGrown as well, obviously. So, two massive names. I reckon yep. they get over the line quite comfortably, 20 plus. 20 plus, yeah, that's a good call. So, you're saying Essendon as well? Quite comfortably. 
Yeah. So moving on, the game that I'm going to, the Western Bulldogs versus Fremantle. Huge your, game. Huge yeah, it's, game. It's a very big game. This, basically, could, this could go either way. Basically, almost deciding the doggies and their chances at finals. Also deciding Frio's chance at top four as well, to be honest. Which is big. They have Which a... I don't reckon, if they don't win this game, I don't reckon they'll make top four. That's yeah, I reckon. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, their main, like one of their star players up forward, um, Nathan Fife, obviously hasn't been flourishing. As with of, the hamstring. Out with the hamstring for two to so... three weeks. <laughs> A couple of weeks uh, off, the Bulldogs get Sam Darcy in for a debut. Keith yep. comes back, and obviously Adam Trelaw. So they're interesting begins. to see if um if Luke Darcy's old man commentates that game. Be interesting it, to it see will be. because to be honest, I don't mind him as a commentator. He knows the game real well. So if he's commentating, I reckon it could be interesting. Good to, good to see his thoughts. They get they Ryan Gardner goes out of the team injured. Mitch Hannon obviously omitted, been playing pretty well in the back line. Buku Kamas, my favourite, the star of Bulldogs, in my opinion, goes out, is omitted as well. Not a coin to Bevo, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie McComb goes out, omitted as well. For yep. Fremantle, Nathan O'Driscoll comes in with Darcy Tucker. He's been out for a while that far. I can't remember what he did exactly, but he's been out for Bailey a while. Bailey Banfield moves to Medi Sub. Collier goes out and Liam Henry goes out. For me, I'm going to pick the Dockers in this game. I just feel like they're going to overrun them. Jesus, I'm, I'm not sure about their. I'm not sure about their form in Melbourne. I'd have to look at that, but I just feel like the Dockers are one of my favourite teams to watch this year. They've got pieces, yep. and I just so, feel um, like yeah. The last couple of games of Marvel, they beat St Kilda from memory. They beat St Kilda and they lost to, I think it was Bulldogs. Maybe I think yep. that this is the second time they've played them. I think they lost the first time. I'm not 100 percent sure on that though. Fremantle's just plays exceptionally well at Optus, but it'll be interesting to see how they play at Marvel. So, mm-hmm. with wonder, uh, David Mundy also a nice mention. His last game in Melbourne for the yeah, be, away year. So, I'm sure there's going to be a great atmosphere for him when the game is over, win or loss. Three seventy games. So, old mate, champion of the game. Oh, he was buddy um, drafted before we were actually born, mate. Oh three. Yeah, so, yeah. And he's he, been around. He He's just exceptional with the footy. I mean, one of the best in the game. So what's your tip for this? I've gone I've up? gone the dogs. I've gone the dogs. I just, yep. after that last performance against Melbourne two weeks ago, mate, that was impressive. With Ugo that Hagen, was impressive. With Hugo Hagen still doing his thing. And they've got now Darcy and um, old Joshy Brucey and Astro North. So I don't know how they're going to fit four bigs in, but... I imagine mm. Sam Darcy will be playing a predominant ruck role. I'm yeah. not sure where he plays, but he's a big boy. I know that. So we'll see how that goes. But I just reckon the way they're playing, they're, they're more desperate, but they've both got a lot to play for. But I'm saying dogs. I feel like Jamara has just, like, he's just found his, his group. I feel Second like the half last, of this year. Yep. The first half of the year and yeah, last year as well, when he was in and out of the side, he was like just. Loping, almost loping around out there. He wasn't finding his feet as well. I reckon. Yeah, he's, he's get there. And of course, that, it comes with time. The AFL is a big stage, and for sure, I feel like he's just just now trying, like with the five goals against Melbourne and obviously his performance against Geelong. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's finally starting to, you know, get the grasp of the AFL game. Yeah, 
Well, I reckon personally, he, if he didn't play, didn't kick those five goals in this Melbourne, they would have lost, I reckon. He pretty much single-handedly won that game in the last quarter, kicked two. So. And that also kind He's, of sees Norton. Yep, also kind of sees Norton, like he's, he hasn't been performing as well. So mm-hmm. with Jamara stepping up, you know, that's really been boosting him over the line. Which I reckon he's getting probably the second or third best defender with um, Norton and Bruce. So that's also helping him. Norton obviously taking the first, you'd say. Bruce Bruce and um, Jamara, I guess, would be pretty similar. So see how they yeah. go. It'd be a big game. Anyway, moving on to the next. Our, our, boys. Our, our, boys. our boys. We both barrack for Geelong. And they you don't see too Saints. often down on the peninsula. You don't no, see that. And Geelong is a very, you know, they're not a universally liked team, to say. Just because we're so successful, we'd probably yeah. say. Um, so Geelong v Saints, who do you have, obviously? Obviously Geelong at yeah. GMHPA. Uh, I heard the other night St Kilda have had a 24, maybe 23, 24-year drought at GMHPA, so mm. they haven't won there since. And most teams do. Yep, they haven't won there since the 90s, I've heard, so... Be a big win if they can get over the line, and they'll probably cement this, or not cement, but they'll good chance for finals because they're already sitting eighth currently without the Bulldogs playing. And if Bulldogs lose, they win. Look out! Yeah, Geelong obviously have their you know their star pieces. I'm going to say we've got probably four or five pushing for all Australian selection. Reece Stanley comes back into the side. Gary Rowan and Joel Selwood go out, and I saw Brandon Parfitt came in as well. Mm-hmm. Dougal Howard comes in for St Kilda, and Ryan Burns and Jared Leinart go out. So bringing Dougal Howard, you know, that will help their backline, seeming as though Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins are a big duo down there. Tough to beat, mate. Tough to beat. Um, I've, I just feel like this is going to be another breakout game for Atkins, and close even. Two of those I'm loving, I'm loving being, Tom Atkins at the moment. Oh, I'm absolutely his tackle pressure, his yep. head over the ball around the contest. Yep. It's just been exceptional. So Tom mm-hmm. Atkins has been my star player for the year for Geelong. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite players now following Tom Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Anyway, moving on to Port v Richmond. This one's a big one as well. It you is. Know, Port, Port have been playing well for the last part of the year. They've so got nothing to pay be, for. But yeah. they're doing this will just be their game where they're just... Yeah, this will be their game where they just, you know, this will be like their last couple of games where they just start to improve for next year. So I see, yep. but even though, you know, they're on a roll, I see Richmond winning this one. Mm-hmm. I've gone Richmond as well with Dylan Grimes and Shane Edwards both out, huge outs. You see, uh, I don't know, it'll be tough. The back line's going to be definitely uh, weaker, I'd say. It also is at Adelaide Oval. So Adelaide mm-hmm. Oval is a fortress, as we know. Uh, yeah. Dan Houston and Bryn Teekle come into the yeah. side. Mitch Georgiardi, Mitch Georgiardi's, I must say. Lockie Jones and Todd Marshall go out. Todd Marshall, yeah. a big With, with that um, Bryn Teekle in, I reckon that'll definitely help their ruck issues. Obviously, him being a ruck with, um, what's his face? Dixon and who's the other bloke? Finlayson. The yeah, last two it. weeks, sharing the rock. So definitely keep one of them down deep forward. So you'd probably say Dicko would go down deep forward and there'll be Tickle and um, what's his face, Finlayson, yeah. taking the rock rolls. So Which they be, have been playing well, them. the mm-hmm. pair of them. Mm-hmm. Now, For the next sure. game, you know, obviously is a no-brainer. I'm going to say Sydney in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, quite clearly, you'd say. A um, few outs for both sides. Fiend, Phoenix Spicer, my man. 
he's out, been omitted, which is probably fair enough. Anyway, but with all those with all those outs, we've got a lot of ins. Aiden Core, Paul Curtis, Josh Goda, Aaron Hall, Flynn Perez, and Lockie Young all coming yep. to the north side. Yeah, I just and... want to just chuck in a special mention just quickly. Um, yep. My mate, my mate Kurt Taylor, fifty games for the man this weekend. So. Um, special mention to a couple of lads who know what I'm talking about. Um, Kurt Taylor, 50 games, so good on him. Well done. Hopefully he gets a few more under the belt. Um, and for Sydney, Peter Laddams, Logan McDonald, Matt Roberts, and Ben Bronk, who is just... I haven't seen him for a long time, but he comes into the side. Yeah. Well, I imagine there will be only one out, so these are the Sunday teams, so... That yeah. could be probably, I imagine it would be for Amadi, I imagine it would be Laddams. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Anyway, next anyway, game. moving on, Brisbane Carlton, a very big one as well. Huge. Probably the biggest game of the week, I'd say. Up, it's Alongside up there, the Melbourne Collingwood. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say Brisbane on this one, and it will be another close one, I think. Well, Carlton have to win one of the three games on the run home. So they've got... Yeah, Brisbane, Collingwood, and then someone else, I'm not quite sure, but that's a huge game, huge game. So who, who are you picking for this game? I've gone Brisbane purely because at the Gabba, they've got yeah. some good ins. Um, Carlton just looking out of touch at the moment. That's what I'll say. They're looking out of touch. Look, we've seen how they can perform. The start of the year, they went, what, four and zip, five and zip, something like that. So we know they can perform well, so... It's it's big, big game. For them, it is a big for game. Sure. And so the last game of the round, Eagles v Adelaide. I think this yep. is almost the no-brainer as well. I'm going to have to say Adelaide. Wow, geez, okay. So really? I've gone, I've gone West Coast. You have? Because, I thought it was a no-brainer. No, no, no. The reason is the reason being Josh Kennedy last mm. game at Optus Stadium on oh, no, a second last game at Optus Stadium. Sorry, the last home game at Optus Stadium uh, before the Derby next week, but. Huge game for the Eagles, I reckon, purely because they're Optus. I reckon they'll just get up for him. Yeah, so Rhett Bazo, Greg Clark, Josh Kennedy, Zach Langdon, Jackson Nelson, and Sam Petrovsky seaton come in for West Coast. Jai Cully, our local boy down here on the Mornington <laughs> Peninsula. Yep. Suspension. How many did he cop for that hit? I'm not quite sure, but I did see the hit on Noel Anderson. It didn't look great. I imagine he would have got two or three weeks, but I actually, I didn't see the news on that, but uh, yeah, he would have got a couple But with every, sure. every you know, first-year player there, do come some braid fades. Yeah, but, that was, yeah, it wasn't smart. Just chucking it over to the jaw, probably not no. the preferred option. Jack Petrelli, Petricelli goes out and Connor West goes out injured. And then for Adelaide... Frampton, Jackson Haitley, and Lachlan Scholl come in. So, you know, a, sure. big, yeah. a big round, a big round big full round. of footy. So, I mean, we'll just stick with the footy for a second. We'll move on to finals predictions. We'll make this quick so we can move on to the next topic. But yep. I'll, I'll let you start. Who do you have winning the grand final? I don't want to jinx my own Oh, team, no, wait. I'd, look. Look, I'd say we're the favourites at the moment. Ten on the trot, certain yep. first game clear. It just, it really does depend where we play our finals. So, look, I know I might be biased here, but I do think we should be getting a home final if we finish top of the ladder at Geelong. But mm. people will agree with disagree with me, which I understand. So, 
if if we get if we get a good run, we get the right team. We have like limited injuries. I reckon we're a good crack at it. To be honest, yeah, I'm gonna have to pick Geelong as well without the bias. I just think we're, you know, every year, you know, you hear Geelong supporters like myself say this is our year, but I genuinely think this is our year. We've got some star players, some young players as well. Even though we do have the oldest side in the AFL, we do have some young pieces, and I just feel like with those. With those players, I feel like we can go all the way. Yeah, yeah. I reckon so, the brand of footy we play is very different as well. Well, the last yeah. probably eight, eight, nine years, we've just played a really defensive way, like just kicking across the line. It's worked well in home and away games, obviously, with the results. Finals footy, it just never, it's just never seemed to work since since twenty eleven. Look, we've yeah. made what twenty twenty grand final against Richmond, which was which was not great, but anyway, um, yeah, I reckon the way we play, we're just more aggressive, go down the middle. I just love the way, we, just love the way we just attack, attack now. Like, and even our defenders, like with the coning down there, Tom Stewart, uh, Jack Henry, the rest. It just, I love the way we play. So we're looking good this year. Hopefully, we can get. Who do you line. who do you see us playing that grand final? Personally, I see us playing someone like – it'd be easy to say Melbourne, but I'm mm-hmm. going to say we could play a cheeky Sydney Swans. I just feel like they might be pushing for if the Swans, grand final. If Swans get a home prelim, if they finish off or we'll get a home prelim, they're looking pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'll be definitely nervous for our first our first final because <laughs> – we lose. We could yeah. be playing. We could be playing Brisbane at Brisbane, or we could be playing uh, Collingwood at the G. Anywhere, like it could be anywhere. We don't know. But if I reckon, also sneaky chance if Collingwood finish top four, home final, home final in MCG. Um, that's that's a huge sniff. They're a huge sniff. You know how the supporters can just get absolutely random. So yeah, that's definitely a chance as well. I, and for the top eight, I, you know, obviously I'm going to say from first to sixth, I'm going to say, so Geelong will finish first. I'm going to say Melbourne, Collingwood, Sydney, Brisbane, and Fremantle are all going to stay in that top six. But mm-hmm. for the top eight, I'm going to say Richmond sneak in, and I'm going to say Carlton. I'm just going to say that Carlton do finish there. I feel like they might get over a game in the last couple of rounds. So I'm just... Yep. I'm, Personally, without without an order, I'm going to say Geelong, Melbourne, Collingwood, Sydney, Brisbane, Fremantle, Carlton, and Richmond all sneak into the top eight. Yeah, I feel like uh, the dogs need the dog need two wins. Mm. Richmond need one because they got the draw, but it's, yeah, I feel like Carlton should still make it. Oh, they just need one win. All they need is one win. They're a game clear of Bulldogs. They're a game clear of St Kilda. They're a game clear of Richmond or half a game clear of Richmond. They just need the one. They need one win. That's all they need. They'll, mm. they'll sneak in. I, I imagine they'll sneak in three tough games. I'll have to check who the, who the other team they're playing. Um, But, yeah, I'd say I'd say the same as you, mate. I'd say, yep. Round 23, Long. Carlton play Collingwood. Yeah, and then so, they play Melbourne. So yeah, wow. So I feel like Carlton could gig over the line against Collingwood. Carlton could Carlton could easily not make finals. They could easily, and, but they easily. but they easily could. You know, they've mm-hmm. been they're a random team. So, so you're yeah. What are you saying? I'd like to, I would like to see I would like to see Carlton in the finals just yep. because 
they I just love the the way fans go about it. They're just always there. They're loyal, or when when they're winning, they're loyal, I guess. But um, yeah, I'd say Geelong, Melbourne, um, Frio. I uh, just not in order. Collingwood, Sydney, Brisbane, and then Richmond or Bulldogs. So I'd say Richmond. Yeah, so exactly the same, same as yours. Yep. Same as yours, yeah. Anyway, we'll, um, we'll break up the footy talk. I prepared a couple of trivia questions for oh, my co-host, Mazza. So we're going to start off. I've got five. So ah. the, first, the first question, what European country has 158 verses to its anthem? I'm going to give you a few options. So we've got, we've got A, Saudi Arabia, B, Greece, C, Iceland, or D, Cambodia. You said a European country? Yeah. Oh, it's Greece because that's the thing that's down the European country. Got it. I tried to throw you off there. I tried to test your knowledge. Well, mate, obviously, mate, obviously you know your geography stuff. In year eight, geography in year eight helped me out there. <laughs> <laughs> How so? Moving on to the next question, how many years is the oldest tortoise? A, three hundred and two years old. B, one hundred and thirty-six years old. C, one hundred and eighty-nine years old. Or D, two hundred and twenty years old. Jesus, ah, uh, I can't say it being over two hundred. I can't say it being over. I can't say. It. I reckon it's either one. 180, 180 and 130, something like that. Yep. It's 136 or 189. I'm going 136. 136, you're going to lock that in? Mm-hmm. It's wrong. It's actually 189. Yeah. 189 years one old. Of that's, two. It was one of those two. That is that's bloody old. old. That, that is old. That's, that's doing well. That's doing real well. 189, bloody hell. So that's, that's one for one two. For two. Anyway, moving on to the next question. What is the real name of the cookie monster? A, Sid, B, Dave, C, Bruce, or D, John? Oh, you're testing me, mate. Um, this one's a hard one. Sesame Street back in the day. I didn't ever know this one when I, when I found the it's question. All the name. Go, sorry, go again. So A, Sid, B, Dave, C, Bruce, or D, John? It's a tough one. The first one, when you said it, came in my head, was Bruce. So I'll lock in Bruce. You're locking in Bruce? Lock it in. That is wrong as well. Oh. It's actually A, Sid. Now, really? I, didn't, I, I would never have guessed I did, that. Yeah, I, I didn't expect you to that. know that one. That one I didn't even know myself. You test so me, mate. Yeah, that's tough. tough three start. That's one for three. We're moving on. We've got two mm. more questions. We can even Come it up. On. Three out of three. He's gone. What? I mean, sorry, not what. Where is the hottest spot on the planet? I've got A, Sri Lanka, B, Colombia, C, Libya, or D, Antarctica? Hottest. <laughs> hottest. <laughs> yeah, the hottest. Well, that's a spanner. Um, you know, I, I thought D was a little bit of a... Up and come up, I reckon. It's a spanner <laughs> in the works. I reckon it could be a little underdog for that question. Anyways, um, yeah, do you, want so to, do you want me to state them again? Please, please. A, Sri Lanka. B, Colombia. C, Libya. Or D, Antarctica. I'm going to lock in C. Libya? 
That is correct. Come on. Two out of three. Oh, really? I, I wouldn't. Really? If you asked me these questions, I wouldn't know any of the answers to them. Anyway, this last question. Two out of four, mate. Two out of four. Two out of four. Last question. All right. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. All right. Let's go. What candy boosts concentration? A, Skittles. B, chewing gum. C, snakes. You know, your snakes that you get half time. And D, Jolly Ranchers. Do you know what a Jolly Ranchers? Gum. Oh, it's like one of those. It's like a lolly. Last a while. Yeah, yeah, it's like hard a hard lolly. Yeah, yeah. American. Lolly. Um, look, well, I don't know if you classify gum as a candy, so I'm going to say, I'll... well, that's classified. As a okay, candy. it is. Yeah, okay, it is. What was A again? So A Skittles. Yep. You need the other yeah. ones. No, I've got the other ones. Uh, I'm going to lock in gum. You're going to lock in chewing gum? Yep. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got it. Three out of five. Correct. Well done. Well done. Three out of five. You That's tried to throw bit... me there. I did. I was, mate. I, I, was, I wasn't sure if that was actually a, a chewy. I mean, a lolly, but. I've done it. I've done well. I'm happy that. Three, Three out of five. five. That's, a, that's a good start for the first episode. That's, that's, that's it. I'll take that. We'll, we'll see I'll if we can improve our scores for the next couple of weeks. But we'll move on to one of the next topics. Um, we're going to talk about our personal football. So okay. should we start with okay. you or start with me? You go, mate. All right. You take the honest. So I play for a club known as the Rye Demons. Now, we're... <laughs> You know, we had a little shaky last year. We only won two out of, what it was, it, 10 games because the last couple limited of games. Limited season. Yeah, limited season with COVID. And we came into this year with a roster of 28. So we had a, mm-hmm. we had a lot of pieces on the bench, um, Yeah, which is good for every team, you know, how you have those rotations. Um, we started off, uh, we went 0-4 for the first couple of games. To loss, losing to the likes of South Mornington, um, Mount Martha. We lost our first game by a point to Seaford, out in Seaford. So it was a long... I do I do remember hearing you had a few close games, mm. so the old demons. If you think about it now, I'll talk about that later, What like where we could have been. But we lost the first game to Seaford, South Mornington. So a long trek mm-hmm. out for a one-point loss. It was... A, Coming off, we... Especially from Rye. Yeah. yeah, and we looked hot. We looked really hot, but they got off over us mm-hmm. in the last couple of minutes. So we lost by a point to Seaford. And then we lost... I heard you were up by a bit. We were. I, kicked, I yeah. kicked us three goals in front. I went on a little streak. It kicked us three goals in front, and then they came back, and wow. a couple of injuries went down. And, you know, obviously that's going to happen in the first game. Anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost the next game by five points to Mount Martha, which was also, a, you know... That's a heartbreaking loss. See me so Rye hasn't come close to Mount Martha in the last couple of years. <laughs> so to see us get there was all right. Um, then we lost yeah. to Somerville and South. So that was our first couple of games. Um, I'll have to pull up. I'm not sure all of the games in order, but we then won. So we've won one game to um, far out. I can't even remember. We've won three games for the year. Out of, One, out, of, out of yeah, which you know, so three, and, three and ten isn't great, but no, um, 
Yeah, so we've won three games. We won one to Balnaring, who, you know, aren't... Standard, that's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we won a game to Dramana, and we that's also good. won to um, Seaford as well. So now coming into the last couple games, it's picked mm-hmm. up. Um Chances of finals, there's seven teams in the league. Uh, five go to finals. Obviously, the one, first on the ladder having a bye week before, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, since the old VFL way. That's how they used to do it back in the day. Yeah, so for top five finals, we, uh, as the Rye Demons under-17s, have to win every game for the rest of the year. We have three. Oh, we, boy. We have to win every game for the rest of the year. So we play... You back- rely on results? Yes, we play Balanarian again. <sighs> Next this oh mm-hmm. tomorrow, so that will we'll, we should win that. We play Seaford again, who we've won to, but we yep. have to play Mount Martha again. So we've lost to Mount Martha twice this year by five points. We now move into the ladder of the year, needing to win three, and we need Mount Martha to lose every single one of their games. Wow! So for the last so for the last unlikely. couple of games, it's very unlikely. it is very unlikely, but it also is likely we. You know, we don't. We could perform. We couldn't. So in round thirteen, the thirty first of July, South won by a point to Mount Martha. So that was that. that was what we needed. They have a bye tomorrow. Then they play Germana, who's at full strength. So that'll be interesting to see who wins that huge game. Yep. Rise obviously hoping for Germana to win that one. And Fairly, yep. moving into the last round, they've got us. So basically, this this season could come down to the last game of the year. So could, definitely could, and that puts us at fifth position. Well, you've got you've got three winnable games by the sounds of it. You got Seaford, um, Barnaz, which you win, and um, the old what the old rifles. So mm. you're you're a sniff, mate. We are really a sniff, and that's sniff. we're like looking at the start of the year. Some some of us might not have thought we were a sniff. So now that we are, you know that like coming to training, you know the stakes are high for this. This, Look, you've left it. You've left it. We have left late, it really late. You've left it to the the last moment, but last gasp. But any, mate, any, there's any it, chance? Football's it. a chance game, really. Football's it all is, about mate. luck. Yeah, sure is. Anyway, moving on. We play in separate leagues now. You used to play in the MPJFL, now you moved to the FDJFL. I have F- yes, DJFL. Yep. I used to, yeah. Which is the old uh, play for the old Red Legs now. First season, uh, enjoying it there. I did used to play for South Mornington. Played a hundred odd games there, so. Yeah, I loved it down there. One, two premierships back in the day. I can't remember what years. I think it was like, I don't know, 11s and 12s, something like that. But, um, yeah, always had it. Always um, loved playing for South. Always enjoyed it. Just needed a bit of a change, I, in my opinion. Just without the senior club there, um, no hate against South Morton. I love all the blokes there. Just just needed a fresh start. And um, heaps, of, heaps of my mates down at Red Legs. So... Look, I'm enjoying it, so hopefully we can do well this year. We're currently sitting third. Um, a pretty average game two weeks ago against Bond Beach cost us, probably cost us a chance for a top two spot this year. So we're going to have to, I imagine, we're going to have to play a uh, elimination final um, at home. And you want to be playing, so you want to be playing some high grade of football. Especially in those yeah, elimination so unlike, finals. Yep. Unlike your yourself, your your league, we had our last game is this weekend, our last home and away game. So yep. we play Franks and Dolphins, which look they're not they're looking great on the ladder, sitting last, but 
last time we played them, they showed a real good fight. So definitely not an easy win, but they'll, they'll definitely show a bit of heart, I'm imagining, because they'll want to try and knock us off. So yep. big game, big game. So where do you play, like, position-wise? Play at home. Oh, so me. Yeah. Um, I'm just off the half-back at the moment this year. We do, we do love, we have been a little, even though we do play on separate teams for the likes of school footy, we have been a little pair duo at half-back. Back in the, the old Herald Sun. Bad day Herald to Sun be coming a, up as well, mate. Bad day to be coming a Nazi. Well. Half forward. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, playing off half back this season, I've been I've been really enjoying it, to be honest. Got a really good um, back six, and the team's, team's all pretty close. Like, we're all mates outside of footy. Mm. Um, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, uh, get the win against Dolphins this weekend, which is yep. which is the first first priority and then hopefully play a final at home for the first week well, yeah. no it won't be at home it'll be at sorry it'll be at uh frankson park Ooh. our all our finals so yep. fair ground oh, cracking ground vfl ground old skybus stadium which i forgot to mention sorry about that but yeah skybus stadium is where our finals will be played at yeah nice yeah, so how have you find, found your form? Do you, are you impressed with the footy you're playing? Or? Um, look, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been happy just trying to play my role, mate, halfback. Yeah. You don't get all the accolades like the old full forward or, or the, the midfield players. Or... or the midfield, but that's all right, mate, it's all right. You do the job look, for the I've team. Been just trying to, yeah, I've just been trying to play my role, mate, so that's all I can do. Yep. Uh, hopefully, hopefully all the teammates uh, appreciate that. Yep. I know the back six is a pretty tight group, so we know we know our roles, we know how we play now. Good communication. By, by the end of this season, we talk well, so yeah. I reckon I've been happy. I've been happy so far. Hopefully I can maintain it for hopefully another month of football. Mm. And you and you were fresh off the injury this year. Yep. Yeah. We don't want to we don't want to go, go through that. Do we do we not want to do a little story broken. time on that one? The ankle was broken quite severely. Uh, broke, broke her in three places. Um, the reasoning behind that wasn't special, but um, yeah, surgery obviously um, had about two or three months on crutches, I reckon, maybe more, can't remember exactly. Um, that was last year, March. So I missed a whole last season of footy. Uh, and obviously the season before. So it's my first season back for two years. Um, hopefully, hopefully everyone's been enjoying the way I play, but I just feel like it's been, it was a rough, it was definitely a rough, uh, six months, six yeah, to 12 months, obviously between March last year. And I'd say probably end of last year since probably summer this year, I've been, I've been running again. Um, you know, kicking the footy around. Was it tough to get played, back? Uh, um, yeah, definitely at times. Like the first, first probably three or four months was like real challenging. Couldn't do much physio every week. Um, but yeah, I've got through it. So yeah, it's been, it was definitely tough, definitely tough uh, last year mm. because, you know, I couldn't really do much to be honest. Yeah, so. really, really would have taken a toll on the um, mental health yep. as well, seeing all the yeah, boys sure, go out and sure. play and you have to sit back and watch. Yeah, that's the for sure. that's the bad thing about injuries. You know, you have to sit back and watch everyone else do what you really want to be doing, what you're passionate about. So, I mean, it's great that you're back and playing some good footy, as I've observed in a couple Thank of you, cases. Mate. Yep, 
hopefully um with the with the old Herald Sun coming up as well, mm. I've been named as the emerge emergency. Mm. So you could you've been you've been you've been on the team. Yes, yeah, just so put, slotted into the interchange. I'm usually hopefully you're looking forward to that. Yes, oh, I'm I'm pumped. Usually I wouldn't be playing. Oh well, when I play school footy, we obviously play a little bit on half back, but I do play some deep back as well. It's usually not my position. Like this year, I've slotted into the midfield off some yep. good fitness work from the prior year, and just mm-hmm. finding my feet and really like developing my skills and you know just my running patterns and my IQ because footy sure, is definitely you know almost 90% mental. So it's just working 100%. out what you're doing, where you are, and just staying committed to the fitness side. Yeah, yep. pretty smart. So I've gone into the midfield. I did play a little bit of forward at the start of the year, and I did kick like I was the team almost had me like carrying them for goals. But in, that was in the first couple of games. You know, I kicked a few bags, yep. but... Now coming, we've got some goal kickers and we've really improved. So not to say that I haven't been kicking goals recently. I have like gone down forward as a rest break even, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I'm primarily playing midfield at the moment, uh, sometimes slot half back or even down forward. But, yeah, that's – I'm just mm-hmm. – footy is just, you know, you always look to improve. And, you know, this year, sure. this year I've definitely found it a lot more enjoyable because, you know, I'm playing. Yeah, for sure, mate. It's definitely when everyone, when, when anyone's playing good footy, everyone's it. Like when you're playing good footy, you enjoy it. And Yeah, right, for sure, mate, for sure. Yeah, so been playing good footy, which I'm happy with. And, you know, it's awesome, mate. You're not getting the, you, we're not really getting the results we want, but like our team, the communication, the like almost the banter at trainings as well is really good. Yep. And we also, group, which also helps, yeah. which I imagine. It's just so, like, yeah, we've struggled. Awesome, we've struggled a little bit with, you know, locking in, so to speak, like locking in at trainings. Mm-hmm. But once we do, you know, we look good. And yep. obviously like first, first part of the year, we weren't as good as other teams, but I feel like we've really, as a collective group, like come in to fend our footing, so to speak. So yeah, it's, you know, it'll be a good last couple of games and obviously school footy coming up. You know, I'm pumped for that and hopefully you make it in the side as well. Well, that'll be a, that'll be a tough, tough job for me, mate. Look, um, cracking, absolute cracking team. And the way the way we can go about it, the Padre boys, I reckon we could go mm. we could go a fair way. So we're really in the semi-final. We're just still not sure who we're playing, yeah. but we know where we're playing at Craigie Ben. So um, if I don't play, I'll be there supporting you boys. So... Hopefully we can have a line make to that elusive Div- Division Two final. Mm, so that'll be that'll be a cracking. That'll be massive. Anyway, recently for school, you've gone on a camp. Now this is this will be a fun, this yeah. will be a bit of a funny story. Just what you what you've gone through. So if you want to talk about that for the last couple of bits, and I might chat about something that I've found enjoyable through the week, but we'll leave it to you. This will be our last uh, sort of topic of the. Of the uh, podcast, we'll let you go on and ramble about your fun you had the last week. <laughs> well, yeah. So, what did we do? Started Monday, Monday morning. 
early like, start. Every yeah. Look, I also thought I wasn't too early. It was like quarter seven. Oh, so yeah. Not not too bad. Um, but yeah, rocked up school on no seven thirty something like that, and we've we've headed off to um, Mount Sterling, Mount Sterling. So cracking spot, like real nice. Never heard of um, Mount Sterling before. So it's so it goes Mount Buller first. And then Mount Sterling, uh, yeah. the mountain behind. So pretty much links up. So once you get to the top of either mountain, you can see the summit of both. So, and also driving up, you can see. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, what was it? Was I wish it was skiing, mm. wasn't? Um, at the red, at the red class, we went uh, snowshoeing. So we had the boots on, we had the snowshoes on. They have like spikes, so you don't slip and all that shit. They also have and, the little um, traction things as well, don't they? The little, yep. Yeah, that's yep. it. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So first day, uh, we it was I think it was like a three k hike. We had our packs. Yep. You bring your own food. You bring your everything. Your own clothes and uh, tent. They supply that, but the school does. But um, yeah. So we set up the tents. We had like a nice little hut called Razorback Hut which was the place that we stayed for one night. One night. Uh, yeah. We uh, yeah, obviously set up the tents, set up everything. Um, I think we got there around three or four o'clock, so nothing heaps to do after that day. But uh, first night, cooked some dinner, obviously. What would you, you eat? Walking around. Oh, oh we had um, – I was pretty organised with uh, the old man being a bit of an outdoor whiz as well, so that helped me. We had a uh, spag bowl sauce the night before, so I chucked that in a container, froze her up, mm. had that, and then just brought some pasta, some ravioli, and um, that chucked that in the old transier stove, which is the cooking device you use in the snow and on uh, dread camps. Yep. Uh, that went down a treat, me and uh, my mate Piers Goodwin. Oh, we Piersy. We were in a tent together. We were in a tent together. Um, free mention for you there, mate. Anyway, um yeah, so the first night, uh, rugged up, obviously, got pretty fresh, minus, I don't know, minus 10, 15 mm. degrees. I'd imagine sleeping in tents in the snow, it wouldn't be the most favourable activity to undergo. No. no, definitely a good experience though, um, sleeping in the snow, obviously had a had a nice sleeping mat that helped, sleeping bag mm. was warm, so there was no real complaints uh, from my end, so... Woke up next morning, I think it was around 8, 8.30, went for the the 10 of, I think it ended up being 14K due to the wow. scenario that occurs. Yeah. But the original hike was only meant to be 10 kilometres, so yeah. five from Razorback and five back, obviously. Um, that was tough. You know, a couple of stops here and there. Some people struggled. Mm. Some people uh, didn't get to the summit. Yeah. But I felt I was, I was really keen to get up there, so I was definitely um, – Showing a bit of heart, a bit of ticker to try to get up there, yep. which it wasn't easy, mate. It was not easy with a with a probably a five five to six kilo pack on my back. Um, climbing up the summit was definitely definitely a challenge. Yeah. So got up there. Oh, got a couple of photos. I don't know. I don't really need to show them, but uh, got the top, and it was just the weather the whole time was just shocking. Yeah. Like just the whole last the whole night, it was just pissing down rain and. Um, just so windy the whole time. Went up to the summer. I reckon the wind was pushing 100K and probably wind chill was like minus 10, minus 15 Ouch. K. So not warm, mate. Not warm. Not for the um, the week. So, you know. so anyway, we got up there. 
got back down and we we're just hiking down. Anyway, we'll get on to the fun part. So we're just sitting around the camp. Uh, we got back from the 10K. We're all pretty cooked. Um, our, our teacher, our outdoor teacher, has gone out with our instructor and has had, this, had a little chat. There, were, there was a bit of a complaint. Oh, yeah. So one of the one of the teachers from school, another outdoor teacher, was has rang up our teacher and complained that the weather, there's been a weather warning in the Alpine region oh, for, yeah. for the night that we were there. So... Um, this isn't a joke. 130 to 140k winds was the that is uh, massive. Yep. Um, and the you know how normally like on a weather warning it goes like oh major winds like yeah. you know, might be might cause some damage. Yeah. On the warning it was destructive winds was the warning. So as you can tell, not not the greatest not right, things no. to see when you're up the top of Mount Sterling. So um, anyway. Our, our teachers come in. He's like, "Right, we're getting out of here." And mind you, I've never seen I've never seen my teacher too serious in my life. But this time, he was he was like, "Right, let's switch on. Let's get going." So we've just come back from a ten k hike, and now we've gone for another three k hike back to the bus to yeah. head home. Yeah, the time is currently four o'clock. Uh, yeah, uh, we get back we get back to the bus by five. And the trip home was roughly four or five hours. So Ouch. back at 11, 11.30 the next day, unpacked, yeah, dried everything. But, yeah, mate, it was definitely definitely not the best option. With 130K winds, I'd rather I'd rather have stayed another night and just prepared yeah, better. Yeah, a bit disappointing. Mate, it, was, it was definitely a mad scramble to get home. So yeah. that's the story. Um, Interesting yeah, story. Pretty hectic. Pretty hectic. And you didn't, like... Camps usually. I've never had a camp that goes wrong. They usually, they usually all go, hey, hey. they all go right. But that sounded hey. like it would. And imagine you stayed up there as well. Ooh. Well, mate, there was some, there was some trees around as well. There could yeah. be some collateral damage. Could have been them. a bit of damage. Imagine, mate. I imagine. So yeah, that was yeah. It's always a good experience, though, mate. Um, yeah. I loved it. Loved the whole thing. But mm. I would have liked to probably stay just to be more organised because. Everything was just a mad rush. The pack was just absolutely filled to the brim. Mm. Could have packed it way better. It was just, it was just hectic. But anyway, good fun. Yeah, good. good. Um, I think we'll just do one last short uh, topic, and we'll Let's talk about do one more. Maybe crack the hour. Anyway, um, we're going to go into superstitions quickly. So, okay, good, good. I'll start off with mine. You know, I used what to have. Talking, mate? I used to have a couple um, big ones. Like I've heard on other podcasts, like um, the on and off one with Adam Trelaw. I heard one bloke they had on ate four maxi bonds before a, ga- for, before a game <laughs> <laughs> the night before. I don't have any of them, like two major. I wake up, like I wake, try to wake up early for before football, you know, get up and, you know, I have my tablets. I have turmeric, uh, magnesium and all that, get that down. And get you kick-started. Kick-started. I always have a banana before a game. That's not really – I wouldn't uh, – I guess it is, say it is. It is a superstition. Yep. I have one on the way there. And then um, get to the ground and I'm straight away on the bench, on the strapping bench. I'm getting my ankle strapped. Mm-hmm. And I put my uh, right uh, – my left sock on 
over the tape yeah, right. before my right, yeah, right. and then my right, yeah, right. boot on okay. before my left. Okay. So that's okay. that's one of my major right. ones. Um, and what's the reasoning behind that? If you don't mind me asking, I don't. Oh well, because I this started probably three four years ago. Um, I would tape my ankle, and so mm-hmm. it would just be naturally to put the sock over the tape, and then. Yep do the other way around because I put my, cause yeah. I keep with my right. So to put the right yeah. boot on, it feels more natural. And yeah. then probably 10 minutes before the game, I'm on the bench getting a rub down yep. just to, you know, get the muscles firing. And then because of my hair, my hair, obviously, you know, <laughs> the quaff, the quaff the is what <laughs> I usually get called because my hair is an absolute nightmare at the moment. I need to get a cut, but anyway, um, I that's usually, why you get the on, mate. Yeah, that's why I've got it on. You wouldn't want to see it without it. Um, I get the rub down and then I wet my hair. So I'm either wearing a headband or I'm just free hair, but I have to play with my hair. Like, not wet, but it just has to damp. be like damp. Because if I'm, mm-hmm. like, when I'm sweating, it's all right. But when it's really puffy, it's just obviously the quaff, the quaff comes out. It just comes the quaff out. comes out. Yeah. So that's, that's it for me. And then, oh, well, everyone gets intermediate for this, especially their training. But I, <laughs> in the first game of the year, I collided with one of my good mates, Noah Davies. Shout out to you, buddy. Um, Lucky he got one. <laughs> he, we collided shins. And like I was going back with the fly, he was running in. There wasn't really much talk. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give us that. Like we didn't really talk too much. And bang, he shins. And so I had bone bruising through my right shin bone and it would just keep on happening every or uh, like every week it would like something would knock it and it'd just be like sore yep. so, yep. yeah so my dad came up with this thing we got a sleeve and a bit of pvc pipe on some foam and it acts as a shin pad so i pull the wow. socks up on my right leg over the shin pad and then i was doing wow, that sight. yeah it, it is a sight i'll probably if we yeah the photos are funny um i pull the sock up and then i pull the other sock up because it looks a bit unnatural with both socks so i'm running around like patrick dangerfield out there but (laughs) yeah so the socks now is a superstition because they always have to be up or medium height so to speak for sure anyway we'll move on to you for the last couple oh mate look to be honest i have done a lot to uh, share about superstitions, um, I'd obviously like to have a nice, uh, good, good amount of uh, dinner the night before, just to have a good fuel for the next day. Yeah. Um, I do tend to get a bit nervous at times for games, but I don't know. That's everyone. That's everyone. Oh, I guess yeah. want to play well. Same as me. Everyone wants to play well. So, um, yeah. Well, I used to have you said the long hair like yourself. So, um, definitely. Definitely had loose to have that wet, yeah. so that definitely helped me. But um, now I've got the short, the short air, which short definitely buzz. is a lot easier. Definitely a lot easier, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Similar to yourself, I'm up early. Um, I get the left ankle strapped. Yep. Same as you, obviously due to the injury last year. Yep. Um, nothing else. No, no, no strapping. Obviously, get a good warm up in, good stretch. Get around the boys, try getting fired up, which. I reckon I try to do, I try to really get everyone up, especially yeah. the back, the fellow backmen yeah. that I'll be uh, going to the war with for the night, yeah. for the day. Um, 
definitely try to get those boys fired up, which which I hope they enjoy. Yeah. And I hope that actually works well, which I think it does with the results we've had this year. So There's a bit yeah. of um, bit of music come into that firing up. Music definitely yes. comes into music that. Music has but, to be played uh, in the change rooms. There's always there's always a couple of DJs. Yeah. Um, always a couple of DJs. Um, a couple good speakers involved in the, the little party boxes uh, and all that. as well. So yes, uh, that's always that's always a big hand. Um, coach always gives us a pre-game yep. superstition. So I don't have much for you, mate. Yeah. Well, always wear the socks load. I guess that's one. Yeah. Do you eat um, any? I had. Do you eat any like a certain dish before the night? Like always have the wheat bix in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's just, a superstition. That's every day though, I have that every single morning. Yeah. Do you have like a certain um, meal the night before, or is it just mix? Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind my pasta. Yeah. Like if if I could choose, if I was to do it myself, I would definitely choose pasta. Yeah. I reckon that fuels you up the best, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, I've got like a couple of tablets. I've got like this Voost tablet I drink, which is like I know it's a bit of a wake up call for me. Yeah. Always helps. Um, recently this year, this year I've actually got one. I always seem to like to drive to my games. Mm. So I like to get behind the wheel myself and drive there. Mm. I've done I'm that different. every game this year. I've done, I've drove every game uh, this year. I haven't obviously driven back because I don't need to. I don't really feel like it's all, yeah. a game. But, um, yeah, that's definitely one. I uh, always drive to the game. Mm. So, I, c- I couldn't drive um, to the games. I'm always yeah. a bit nervous and I just feel like I'm going to... Like I just feel like I'm gonna mess up because I'm so focused on the footy before. Yeah, but for sure, yeah, I'll definitely yes, I'll definitely do that. Um, warm ups is always always got the same clothes on wearing. They got the red legs polo and some shorts on. Yep. Um, and yeah, warm up in the training top. Get ready, but that's about all I've got for you, mate. Got the career savers on the black and the white. The career assets. savers. I actually got the new recent yep. ones. Which I showed yeah, you. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've have heard about that. The white ones. It's a lot different to my black yep. boots. But anyway, <laughs> I guess I guess that's, that's we're going to call it for here. Coffee, mate. I guess we're going to call yeah. the first episode off here. Thank you, Maza. Well, thanks, heaps. thanks heaps, everyone, for coming thank on. Thank on you, mate. We thank everyone for listening. Hopefully, you know, we'll obviously we'll probably come up with a schedule, but try and get one done every yeah we'll try and try and get one done every week depending on the circumstances of each of our lives but um well how long's how long's this gone for mate uh, it's actually gone pretty quick it's 57 minutes so we've almost cracked an hour wow so yeah thank you it's done well thank you all for coming on we hopefully didn't bore you to death no um it was good fun generally appreciate it uh thank you muzz and um signing off this is the backshed podcast thank you for listening Ah!